Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I mean, this is about as hot off the press as you can get. I'm sure you're looking at the same thing that I'm looking at. The football program, the University of Arkansas football program, has a new strength and conditioning coach. Ben Souders? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've just been sitting here at Lone with the lights turned down, listening to Long December by Counting Crows, watching the Trevon Brazil dunk on repeat. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. A buddy of mine sent me that. Thanks, Dane. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's super disappointing with Trevon Brazil, man. I mean, it's like, why can't you have nice things, you know? Um, and you hate it for him, obviously, first, but, yeah, man, the team, absolutely. too. Just yeah. just a devastating blow. Um, ben Souders, we'd heard about that a few days ago. I think I put something out December 5th uh, that he was – a extremely strong candidate, um, in fact, the lead candidate, and expected to replace Jamil Walker as strength and conditioning coach. Guy has a lot of uh, experience, obviously. Um, you know, with uh, Sam Pittman having coached together at Georgia when he was on staff there. Um, he spent last year at Louisville. Uh, I think he's been strength coach at Gardner-Webb also, um, maybe back in the day. Uh, spent some time at Alabama uh, as an intern also. Uh, but uh, we had heard that, uh, you know, even when he was at Louisville under Satterfield, that he wasn't, and obviously they had a coaching change, um, but even when he was there with him, uh, didn't feel like he maybe had the ability to do some of the things that he wanted to do and, and probably was going to move on anyway. So um, not a nice connection, again, with uh, with him having been at Georgia, um, spent some time at Alabama and stuff too. So um, seems like a, maybe be a better fit than Jamil Walker was for him. Well, the next question, and we have had this asked by several folks already, and that is the, is it the Big Red uh, Defensive Board? Is that what you call it? Um, Transfer Board? No, 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 your Defensive Coordinator Board. What about it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're kind of defensive coordinator hot board. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You've got the coordinator hot board, and the first candidate. All right, now I've got it here in front of me. Okay, this by Trey Bidding. It was three hours ago, which I'm guessing was like one o'clock. Arkansas defensive coordinator hot board. Mm -hmm. Now I said this earlier. I don't know Trey if you did this in any kind of order. In other words, this is the hottest candidate and then work backwards or otherwise. But I stopped, even though I read all, all of the ones that you had in there, I stopped at number one, or I'm going to call it number one, Jim Leonard. That, to me, would be the choice if you have an opportunity. I know money uh, always comes into play, but, uh, I mean, Dave Odom was making uh, 1.85. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of. A lot of money you can spread around with that with that kind of money. Yeah. But uh, I like Jim Leonard. Yeah, he definitely would be a big 
considered a home run type of hire. Made $1.5 million at Wisconsin. Not going to return there. But there will be other places interested in him. Uh, you know, you got to think that Auburn would be interested. And um, the, the one con, he hasn't really uh, spent any time outside of Wisconsin, aside from, you know, when he played in the NFL. But his coaching career has all been at Wisconsin. Um, and they've had really good defenses. So, uh, he's been viewed as one of the top up-and-coming young coaches. He's only 40 years old. Uh, spent some, obviously some time in the NFL, but uh, and is a former player at Wisconsin. But um, yeah, it looks like he's going to be um, somewhere else. Obviously, he's not going to be at Wisconsin because he doesn't he doesn't want to return there. Um, but uh, we'll see if it's Arkansas. I, I know that there is interest from Arkansas in him. It's not just a name getting thrown out there like, hey, well, how about this guy? There is. Uh, genuine interest in him. Glenn Schumann's been mentioned quite a bit also. He's co-defensive coordinator at Georgia. He's only 32 years old, um, hasn't coached in this region, but, uh, you know, more of a Georgia-Alabama guy. Uh, but, you know, maybe he's attainable. He's he's 800,000, he, and he's got the co-defensive coordinator tag, so he would have probably, you know, who knows what other t- uh, title they might throw at him, but, uh, you know, they could – obviously pay more than 800000 Ryan Walters is a guy that I'm really intrigued with because mm-hmm. uh, I remember him at Missouri um, when Barry Odom came over. But uh, Illinois' defense was stout this year. I mean, like number one in the country uh, and giving up 12.3 points a game, 263.8 yards per game, which was second in the nation in total defense. Um He's a guy that I think is is really intriguing, also, and you know he's another younger guy, 36. I always, people always say I want guys that can recruit, and yes, that's important to have guys that can recruit. But to me, the most important thing is that he can coordinate, and your assistant coaches after that, you know, those are the guys that you want to be your your big recruiters. But to me, the most important thing is that he can coordinate a defense and have success. So uh, those are three guys. I've got ten guys on the list. Um, you know, everybody from from guys that would be considered, you know, home run types like them, uh, to Lance Guidry, who's uh, the Marshall defensive coordinator. Uh, Marshall was, like, number seven in the country this year in, in defense. They only gave up 88.8 rushing yards per game. Uh, so they have they were really stout, but he doesn't have, like, an extensive Power 5 background, you know. Uh, to Tim DeRuiter, who's 59 years old, who has a, a very extensive background. He's a def- Texas Tech defensive coach. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of different names on there and varying levels of experience and some of them are home runs and some of them are guys that you know maybe a bit younger or newer on the scene that put together really strong defenses last year do you get the sense Trey that that coach Pimpin will stay within that I call it tree but uh, those that he's familiar with do you think he will stay with that path I mean you know he's he's thought about it and he's got a list they all do so I would imagine, you know, Barry Odom and Sam Pittman never coached together, but they were familiar with each other. They were very familiar with each other and, uh, you know, had talked about it in the past. Uh, you know, even when, you know, maybe the, the thing was the other way around with Barry Odom maybe being the head coach and Pittman, you know, maybe being his offensive line coach. But they never coached together. So there's all kinds of relationships behind the scenes like that that, you know, you don't really think about. So. I, I think it could literally be anybody. I mean, you're recruiting to the SEC, so that's obviously intriguing. Barry Odom, you know, with all the you know the notoriety he had before he came to Arkansas, he still left Arkansas and took a head coaching job. That's what you want your assistant coaches to do. You just don't expect guys to stick around. 
for 10 years anymore. It's, you know, three years, and that's probably a pretty good stint for a coordinator. So I think it's a it's an intriguing job. They obviously paid Barry Odom very well. What did he make, 1.6, I think, his last year, 1. this past year? 185. Yeah. So that puts him, you know, easily in the top ten, maybe top five uh, in the country in assistant coach salaries. So, I mean, that's more than he's making at UNLV his first year there. Yeah. So, uh, so Arkansas has proven that they can pay. They're in the SEC. Uh, they did have a measure of success last year. Probably last year was – their best defense, uh, the best defense that they've had since 2014, probably, um, back with Martrell Spate and those guys. So he did have, while the defense was not very good this past year, I mean, it's not this current season, I guess we're in, let's not fool ourselves, but 2021 was actually a pretty solid year for the defense, even though they were, you know, probably upper middle of the pack in the SEC, not one or two or something like that. So, um, you know, I think that there is – and, you know, they need to move on this too. It, that, National Signing Day is December 21st. So I would think sometime within this week you would like to have something finalized and so you could have a guy that you can still do an in-home with and, and get in front of recruits, um, say, hey, this is this is your new defensive coordinator. So to me it's important to get it. go ahead and get it done if you can. And he may have some guys in mind too. He may have some guys with some connections that he can bring into the fold also, uh, whether it be recruits or transfer portal. What are you hearing on Brad Shearer? I would think that Shearer is a likely candidate to call plays for Arkansas um, in the in the bowl game, uh, call defense, just because he has such a background with Barry Odom. I don't know who else would be a better candidate to do that. So I, I would think that maybe it would be him. Um you know, Bowman's just been on the staff a year. Deke Adams been on the staff a year. Um, so I, I don't know. I think Sharer might be the guy there. As far as his future with Arkansas, you know, both don't, Bowman and Sharer are tied to Odom. Uh, both of them aren't leaving to go follow Odom, at least wouldn't voluntarily leave to follow Odom because the money isn't going to be any, anywhere close to what they get at Arkansas. Although Sharer could possibly leave i could see a scenario where he would leave to become defensive coordinator at unlv so that might be a path uh, that we could see developing but i don't think anything would happen until you know after a bowl game if at all guys we have some breaking news that uh, trey will want to know it's a pretty big deal ricky stromberg has just won the sec's top blocker in the entire league award oh, the jacobs great. award i I have to think back, and Trey, your memory, you, you've, you've been more recent history than I have. I'm not sure a Razorback has ever won that award. Well, Tortola? Maybe? Yeah, Sebastian Tortola. Did he? Yes. Okay, so this would be the second? It's a big, big I think deal. Tortola may have split that award, possibly. Well, Stromberg won it outright, so you take all the offensive linemen in the SEC, and he was named the top blocker, and uh, that, that's a pretty big deal. That's a that's a great recognition. I still think that they struggled on the goal line on the offensive line, <laughs> yeah. getting a push, particularly right up the middle. But uh, Stromberg's a very good player, and you can look at any kind of grading system, and it'll it'll usually show that. And and is gonna gonna have an NFL career also. So congratulations right. to him. According um, to the release, he didn't he not only did not allow a quarterback sack, he didn't even allow the quarterback to be hit by anybody that he was blocking. That's according to that release. So. 
pretty cool deal. Absolutely. Yep. So anyway, That's right. You, know, you can go back to your. Hey, this is this has become the breaking news segment. Every time I get on That's here, right. the last few days something That's is right. broken. KJ Jefferson's coming back. Mm-hmm. That's right. We had we had a two for today. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, speaking of the defense, uh, it, the Rick and I were discussing this a moment ago. I think you can obviously refresh us to make sure. Does Arkansas not begin practice this Friday? Uh, Saturday is what I was told. Is it Saturday? Saturday? Yes. The 10th, not the 9th. Okay. Okay. But regardless, uh, I would think between now and then, when you think, that uh, Coach Pittman would be announcing uh, who is going to be the interim DC. Yes, I would assume that's going to happen at our next press conference because we got him for just a moment when the bowl game was announced or teleconference. And at that time, Barry Odom was still on staff, and it looked like he might remain on staff. Um, And then the next morning we started hearing about UNLV, I guess. So, Mm -hmm. uh so, yeah, we haven't heard him, you know, had an opportunity with him to even discuss that. So, you know, hopefully the first practice. Um, when is the uh, Oklahoma game? Saturday. I'm sure it's going to overlap. Yeah. I know that, but. Isn't it Saturday. early? Isn't it like noon? Noon. It's an early game, yeah. yeah. Noon. I'm sure it'll just completely overlap that game or something. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the way it's supposed to work? You know, you, you help mm-hmm. out uh, one hand the other. Uh, this is from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. Jay Ford says, what about Coach Patterson? Uh, that was the head coach for TCU. Yeah, I've heard Gary Patterson's name mentioned mainly by fans, but um, I don't know that he would be a possibility at Arkansas or not. Uh, Boss Hog says, D.C. coach, did we hire a coach from Wisconsin that had never coached in the SEC before? Sounds like another good move to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Boss Hawk said that tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. I mean, uh, I don't really yeah. have anything to say about that. Brett yeah, Bielmer exactly. was the guy, but I, I don't mean I don't think we can base all of our um, choices on, you know, whether a guy has, you know, coached in the SEC or not because of. You know, our experience with one guy. Uh, Piggy Small says, looking back, the football team came into the season with great expectations, but I think Missouri State just served as a warning sign that they might struggle more than we anticipated. Could last night's game be a similar signal for the basketball team? Feels like they always have one awful game in December. But, yeah. uh I think maybe that was it. Uh, they'll get it figured out. They're still, you know, a young team. The Trevon Brazil news really stinks. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. It's just just a gut punch. Um, but they have assembled. A, they're not going to be as good as they were with him, obviously. But, you know, Jalen Graham, step up. You know, right. he, he's not going to be as defensively strong as, um, as Brazil was, but maybe he can make up a little bit on offense because he's got some offensive moves. But really just needs to, to step up and take his game to another level, and you've got the Mitchell twins. I mean, it's not a disaster. I still think this team is better than last year's team, even without Brazil. But uh, that one really stings. Um, 
let's see what else have I got on here that Dwight says uh, it's clear the basketball team is searching for their roles several players think their role is as a shooter and it's yeah. hurting the team Smith yeah. Jr. is the only consistent shooter on the team Ford needs a chance it will take several months to identify their roles yes uh yeah, I don't know that Debo needs to be taking 13 shots. No. In a game. Um, no. And Nick Smith probably needs to be taking more. Debo definitely doesn't need to be shooting more than Nick or Council. And certainly not from three-point range. Certainly not. That has never been his strength, and um, certainly he struggled again last night. What was the stat? Something like two for 30 or something like that? that Debo brings that. a lot of energy. And very strong on defense, but he does yeah. – he can be a wild card every once in a while. Yep. Just with a crazy pass or, you know, shooting way too much. But he, still, he brings a lot to the yeah. team, though. But he did get 10 rebounds last night. No, Arkansas yes. was three out, three out of 18 from the three-point range last night. Three of 18. Anthony Hard Black had two like of them. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. All right, That's Trey of com being brought to you by – Asher Rickers, sir. Well, it just chokes you up to know that. Drive time sports will continue in a moment. Yes, it choked me up. <laughs> <laughs>